Duncan is already ready for you to fall hard because fall starts whenever you say it starts, which means it's time for you to get your fall refresh. Grab a new Blood Orange Duncan Refresher. Blood Orange and Cranberry flavors mixed with fall spices. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer terms apply. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. I can't imagine clocking in and do anything now. I hate dealing with people, bro. <laughs> I fucking hate customer service. Sometimes, I don't know how you do what you do, Ben. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just zone out to smile at them. <laughs> I'm like dead inside. Each customer is like taking away one brain cell from you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real, man. Welcome to the worst Asian podcast where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is Linji. Oh, <laughs> I promised you, Ben, I was going to do a better intro for you today. I don't, I don't remember this, but go for it. Um, shit. Here's my notes. Make sure I got the music ready. <clears throat> there will be a day that is the end. The collapse of time. And all that stood within it. A day of nothing. I know you're doing it. A day of no one. (laughs) Of nowhere. But that day is not today. Today we burn bright. Today we blind the earth with our desire. And while it is still ours, we will bend history to witness this moment. To witness this man. <laughs> oh my god. Too good. The humble consequence of carbon. The fleeting spray of life turned diamond by the sun. Forever suspended in that instance. Indifferent to the gods. For he does not envy their power. He will not plead for their pardon. <laughs> he will curse and spit and sneer and shout his name at the heavens. I am your shining arc of humanity. Yield before my dominion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the worst Asian podcast gives you our very own Son of Flushing Queens, New York. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh shit! <coughs> Can we do that every every episode? Um, uh, shout out to the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. The announcer himself. Yo, yes. I, I stole this entire thing word for word from him. Dude, great fucking job! That was fucking epic. Holy shit! That actually pumped me the fuck up. <laughs> For our listeners out there, that's the introduction to Joey Chestnut. The what is he like? The reigning 
hot dog eating ten champion. Time, eight ten time, time hot dog eating contest. He's the goat yeah. of the glizzy gobbler. <laughs> That's what he is right now. The man consumed like 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And he fucking strangled that uh, yeah, fucking yeah. animal activist. You remember that? Was While protester. he was eating. Yes. <laughs> He's like, don't fucking take my crown. I guess for any international listeners out there, we recently had Independence Day here in America, 4th of July. And as our founding fathers would have wanted, we celebrate every Independence Day by having a hot dog eating contest. You know, Thomas Jefferson was like, this is what I want. (laughs) This is the America I dream of. So here in uh, New York and Brooklyn and Coney Island specifically, they have a world famous hot dog eating contest. Yes. Oh, man, dude, that pumped me the fuck up. Can we use that fucking song too, yo? Holy <laughs> shit. Yo, that was spot on. How, how long did it take you to practice that? I just wrote down the words. And, and I just you just one shot at that, bro? I just said it. Holy crap, man. But I, but I had to stop myself from laughing during that the whole thing. That was good, man. Holy crap. Yo, our listeners are going to be like, I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> this can't be the right fucking one at all. You know, long time Woo. listeners will have fun with that. But just imagine someone's listening to it for the first time. Woo. Bro, I don't even need my coffee for that. Yo, that was a shit, man. Uh, okay. It'd be funny if I didn't press record. Oh, uh, that would have been that would have been fucking tragic. That was great, man. Oh, thank you. Woo. Thank you. You are welcome. Damn, bro. Yo, put me in the contest next year. <laughs> Guys, worst Asian podcast. We're gonna enter ourselves into the hot dog eating contest. People will be surprised. I eat more than you. Oh, yes. I can eat yes. more than you. You, you yes, yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, my eyes just got big. Yes, it's, <laughs> I've seen it in person. It's, I've got like a uh, second stomach here. Linji is like a fucking Komodo dragon. Just like <laughs> he can eat like a whole fucking reindeer. If you just give him enough time and napkins, he will finish that. What's yep. the vegan option uh, substitute for like, reindeer? Like 30 pound block of tofu. <laughs> just fucking sitting there, just jiggling and shit. In order to tie into our independence, we yeah. thought we'd talk about something that is very important for a lot of immigrants that come to this country. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Immigrants of all colors, not just Asian. Nope. Uh, the American dream and why people choose to migrate to our country. God bless America. Because we're historians. Fuck yeah. I have all the notes from Google. Fuck yeah, Google. Thank you. How much do you know about immigration to America? Uh, it's, uh, are we talking about modern day immigration or the, you know, the good old days? We're talking about immig- the Mayflower? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Can that. we go that far back? I oh, can't wait. Damn. Let's just talk about this thing broadly. Yes. Because we're all about surface level information on this podcast. You know, the general public view, you know? Mainly because we don't have the facts. Yeah. Uh, I kind of fudged on the notes. My bad. Are you? Do you consider yourself a first generation because you were born here? Yeah. Like, how that is that rule? designation done? I think that's what it is, man. Yeah, I'm the first gen. So, what are your parents? They're within the same generation. You're all first generation, then? I don't think they even count. I think they're they're our beta generation. There's beta or zero <laughs> gen. Wait, what are they first? They can't be first gen because first gen means like you're born that spot. I just thought first gen means like you're the first. We're already struggling here, guys. Did your parents migrate to this country? Yes, they did, sir. And you were not. I was not part of the Mayflower. <laughs> nope. The Mayflower. Nope. But your parents had you in America. Yes. They just made for love discussion and... purposes, we're just gonna lump you and your parents all together as first generation. Sure. Uh, fuck it. Are my parents first gen? Uh yes. But they did get their citizenship test. They got naturalized and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they Congrats. had to study for it, which I was really, really surprised. I remember because wh- you were scared about their English or their history. Yeah, dude. Actually, I don't even know what's on that test. I know it's like basic stuff, like, hey, how many stars and stripes are on the flag? Yeah, 
Um, how many states? Yeah, is George Washington a communist? How many hot dogs can Joey Chestnut there you go. shove down? There you go. Um, Most important question. Maybe that's the bonus question. How tall was Abraham points? Lincoln? Um, <laughs> this is what we would ask on these kind of questions. <laughs> um, but I remember they were actually really, really proud. That's good. And when I was a kid, I didn't really, I was like, oh yeah, duh, you should do that. But then I was thinking now as we got older, I was like, oh my God, that was actually pretty impressive. That was hard. Do you have any idea why your parents first chose to come to this country? Have you guys ever had that conversation oh, among each other? Yeah, definitely. I forgot when, but the very first time I asked my dad, without a doubt, he was like, oh, are you kidding me? I fucking love it here. He loves it here in America. He loves it here. I was like, really? I was like, you don't miss Korea, dude? Which uh, decade? Did they migrate here to America? I'm just trying to get say, a context of where things were out in I, Korea. It was around the 80s, I want to say. 80s. Um, this was around the 80s. You know what? You're giving me the decade. I still have zero context. What was Korea like uh, in the 80s? <laughs> of Korea, I think back then was like, it was pretty shitty, man. This was pre-Samsung. Pre-Samsung. It was like right after, you know, the whole like war and shit, remember? Oh. So, during like that whole hundred years, there was just a lot of wars and yeah. battles going on. So that could have been part of it. But um, my dad was born from Seoul. So if you're born in Seoul, you're considered like a city boy. Really? So is the capital of Korea, South yes. Korea? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's not like he hates Korea. He just says like, yo, it's just so much better here. This is where it all happened, bro. Like, this mm. is where it all started. First thing I came here, got a Whopper and a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Changed my fucking life. You know, it's amazing how fast food yeah. for a lot of people that come to this country is like their first memory. It's, yeah. like, it's like a weird thing. It, yeah. You can probably ask 10 immigrants and... Maybe eight out of ten people will give you a very vivid memory of them having fast food in this country when they first came over. Yeah, it's like um, remember Giannis? Giannis, like he's a fucking uh, basketball player. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Oh, that's a very good pronunciation. But he came from like the slums of Greece, and now yeah. he's like a megastar. He just discovered about dunking Oreos in milk <laughs> at a post game. You know, after he like fucking dropped like forty points <laughs> and like a triple double. Yeah, he's like, you guys know about Oreos. Did you know if you take the <laughs> Oreo and dunk it in milk, game changer. Yo, that's, is cute the right word? That's kind of yeah, yeah, cute, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's so, it's wholesome. It's wholesome. There you yeah, go. Yeah, and Giannis is like probably the biggest name um, One of the immigrant. Oh, immigrant. Oh, true, true, true. You know what I'm saying? a lot of the other superstars in basketball are or just, American born. Exactly. And when he comes here, he's just like, he's so amazed by everything. He's just amazed by all the small things that we take for granted, exactly. that most Americans take for granted. Exactly. And I think that's the same sentiment my father has. He was like, yeah, man, I owned a Pontiac. I had a Cadillac. Damn. I, I see what he's talking about. You know, like mm -hmm. he got to live that cool, you know, American dream in a way. Yeah. Your mom and dad came together, right? Uh, my dad came to America first with my grandma. Mm -hmm. And then eventually he's like, oh shit, I need a wife. <laughs> Went back to Korea, got my mom. Korean women here were slim pickings at the time? Dang, at the time, yeah. There yeah. was no H-Mart. No, there was definitely no H-Mart, <laughs> man. Funny story, my dad always talks about like New York back in the 80s and shit, about how it was. New York in the 80s and the early 90s was shit. It was dangerous. Yeah, people see New York now, especially people that haven't grown up here during that time. Yeah. And it's all glitz and glamour. And for the most part, safe. But the fucking 80s. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like Ed Koch at the time and yeah, shit too. Yeah. So I remember one time I took the train with my parents. But when he got there, my mom and dad, they were like, oh my God, looking around like crazy. I was like, what? What's yeah. going on? Like, there's air conditioning on this shit now? <laughs> That's how long it's been. Because when they took it back in the 80s or 90s, graffiti. Oh, graffiti everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was disgusting. Yeah. The lights were flickering. It looked like the scene from like Warriors. Yeah. You didn't even want to sit. First of all, country has AC. I think that's the deciding factor. Yeah. Is air conditioning a product of America? Did we, cre did we, <laughs> did we create air conditioning? air conditioning? I'm serious. Like that. Ass. I like, don't know. America. I'm going to Google this right now. 
America literally started everything. Fast food, rock and roll, I guess. There are smartphones. Almost everything came from here. The fucking card. All right. Let's hear it. Eric Khan. Shout out to New York once again. Oh. According to Mr. Google Sensei, the first modern air conditioner was invented in 1902 by Willis Haviland Cavier, a skilled engineer who began experimenting with the laws of humidity control to solve an application problem at the printing plant in Brooklyn, New York. What the hell? Everything comes out of New York. 1902? 1902. Well, I think that was the idea, but I don't think we had AC in 1902. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's that's great. He was trying to fix his printers and shit. (laughs) That's the funny part. He's like, yo, our printers need air conditioning. Even back then, the printing companies were scamming you with that cartridge that was half empty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So can I ask you, like, what's your immigrant story? You always ask these like counter questions in like a very weird fashion. I don't know. Thank you. I don't know what exactly you're trying to pull off here. I don't know. It's um, just my way of doing it. I think I can definitely classify myself and my entire family as first generation immigrants here. First gen. I was not born here. My parents migrated here when I was fuck how old I was. I was six years old. Damn. I actually made a pit stop over in France for a couple of years. Gang gang. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Au revoir. <laughs> for our French listeners out there, I'm gonna let du fromage. <laughs> they're like yo fucking stupid americans <laughs> <laughs> i like how i don't even want to try to do a french accent but you're the one going for it ah um we 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 my dad migrated out of china because of work reasons obviously china was not the place it was right now back that in the uh late 80s slash early 90s so Damn. he migrated out of china yeah. to seek work we made a pit stop in france to seek some work then we made our final destination here in america fuck yeah man I have vivid memories to go back oh. on what we talked about before. I have vivid memories of coming to America and also getting Whoppers and Burger King. Right? That's what I'm saying, man. Here's the thing. <sighs> now that I'm thinking about it, do you think it was because we got Burger King because Burger King was slightly cheaper than McDonald's? Oh, shit. McDonald's is more iconic. You know what it is? I think there was a time where like fast food chains are competing and shit. I think Burger King was the shit back then in the 80s. I think they were the go-to. You think so? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> but I think that's what it kind of... It was kind of like... Um, I mean, I have a soft spot in my heart right now for Burger King as a result of me having that shit so much as a kid. Also, by the way, uh, speaking of you know backtracking Linji eating, I think this man can eat five Whoppers, no problem. There was that time when... when Four. It might have been four. Yeah, four yeah, can, You have that video? We got to find that video, man. Yeah. Yeah, disgusting. Which doesn't but, seem like a lot. Uh, but a lot of people will disagree with you there. That, that, that feeds for adults. Sir. Was it a double whopper or was it a single whopper? No, it was a single. It was a single whopper. With cheese, I think. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> We're going to go to Burger King after. <laughs> Thanks for our sponsors right there. Yeah, so we are first gen Americans. My yep. parents came here strictly for work. They had the same dream of looking out to the West and seeing that in America you could yeah. accomplish all your dreams, you can make all this money. They never assumed they were going to come here and become millionaires or super mm. um, rich, but they saw even a common life or a less than common life in America at the time was better than the best that they could do where they were. Yeah, man. I think that's the way that they looked at it and that's the reason why they chose to come here. Same. I think that was my parents' thoughts too, man, yeah. when they came here. Do you know why your dad first chose to come here? Uh, Did he not I have mean, work over there? Actually... Did he owe a lot of money to some loan sharks? Imagine. Like some like squid game shit. <laughs> like, oh shit, I have a gambling problem and stuff. Actually, I don't know exactly why, but one of the main reasons is because at the time, my aunt yeah. left Korea she was one of the first and got married to my uncle. He, oh, and then she brought over her brother, your dad. Yeah, with my grandmother. 
And at the time, my dad and them they were living in、uh, Chicago, Illinois. I actually did not know this. I just found out recently. Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Chicago, the deep dish.、Uh, controversial whether or not it's a real pizza or not. Not controversial. I, just, I think it's New York、not. pizza is better than deep dish pizza. I hands agree. Down, hands down. If you're from Chicago, come at us. But also, we would like to try a deep dish pizza. Sounds delicious.、Though. We have an Uno's here. You know, I I think I talked about it with you. I wanted Uno's, but I think you kind of like well, ah, don't do it, man. It's whatever. There used to be two nearby Uno's, but I think they've since all closed. Fuck. I have very bad memories of Uno's because my wife left her phone at Uno's once when we、no. were younger, and then when we went back, I, it was gone. I think that's what it was. You're like, yo, <laughs> don't go to Uno's. The fucking steal your cell phones. It's, yeah, it's like, yo, how's the pizza? Fuck their pizza. <laughs> They stealing shit. Um, what's it? What was it talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about? My dad. Why my, he came to America? Like, what so was the I think he、why? came with his sister, my aunt at the time. Um, what happened was that my dad and my grandmother moved to New York. That I'm not too sure why. At the time, I don't know if someone said like, "Yo, come to New York." I feel like usually with immigrants that have no other resources, they're either moving strictly for work or because they know one person in this random town that says,、That's、"Hey, come、I'm、by, saying, right? We'll take care of you.、Yeah. We'll help you out." It's usually some situation like that. I gotta find out about that. But all I know is that like eventually he came to New York, went back to get my mom, brought her to New York. They made sweet love and got me. I don't know if it was by accident. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Though, <laughs> do you know where you were conceived, dude? Good old Flushing Hospital, baby. Conceived. Do you know what conceived, oh, conceived. means? Not where, born. Where, oh, where, where they did their business to conceive you to、where? make you? Yeah,、uh, here, here in Flushing. <laughs> where I don't know exactly. I'd rather not know that. That's an odd、detail. question. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure. Like if I ask my dad, he'll be like, "Oh, you want to know? Yeah, it was right in your backseat of the. Oh, god, dad." I don't know. You hear sometimes from some people they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, my parents told me I was conceived on vacation while I was in like Hawaii or Spain、mm. or on the mountains of、that、something." That sounds nice. We don't have stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't actually. Damn, I, I want to ask my dad about that. Backtrack just a little bit because I、yeah. think we failed to really answer this question that we're supposed to lead things off with. Okay. What is the stereotypical American immigrant dream? Right, Any right, right. person outside the U.S. when you're looking on America with、yeah. rose-colored glasses? Yeah. yeah is、sure. that the term? Yeah. What is it that you see about America that is so glamorous? Not to say that it's factually true, but what do immigrants look at us and think? Dude, it's it's still the land of opportunity. No matter what, like you know, our government isn't perfect,、mm-hmm. but this is the thing. I'll go back to my dad because we always have these talks. He's like, you you have no idea how good you have it here. You can literally decide to just go to school, and if you really want to, you could be a fucking doctor out of nowhere. If you don't want to do that, you can go do something else. Like literally, this place you can do whatever the fuck you want, and it has the best resources to do it. That is genuinely true. But if you want to dissect that further, there are probably things about it that aren't as true. I don't want to get too deep into that right, right now. Right, right, right. But that's the idea when you're first looking here in America. The story of many immigrants that come have the same exact thing. Put it this way: like everything is based around America. Well, also Canada too. I just want to quickly throw this out there. You know, Canada. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I just finished the book from Simu Lu. We were dreamers. Oh, it's a immigrant story about him and his parents coming here. And one point, his parents were like PhD rocket scientists, engineers,、Holy、like people. Shit, they were in China. The A, they were the A Asians. They're <laughs> oh shit, not the B Asians. Even then, they still his parents with that prestigious career still took the opportunity to come to North America. That that is right. That is very rare. Yes, probably most of the time it's less well-off immigrants that choose to come here. Yeah, but the idea of America 
at its ideal state even draws people who That's have good solid foundations elsewhere yeah, still to come here and also there's another thing put it this way man a lot of people this, this episode sounds like an ad for america like we're sponsored by the u.s government <laughs> thank you jerome powell and joe biden <laughs> Yeah, you guys are doing great. <laughs> that's, that's your sleepy Joe again. Sleepy Joe. Where, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe dissect it a little bit. Put it this way. Part of this- I don't like talking on the Ubers and stuff, but sometimes I do because like, yo, some of these guys, the Uber guys, yo, they're so humble, man. You know someone's an immigrant when they're just like jolly. And I was like, yo, you married? It's like, yeah, I have four kids. <laughs> You know, I was like, yeah, and they work their ass off, and they're happy about it. Yeah, man, because they're happy to have the opportunity to work their ass off. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because like the fact that they drive a fucking Camry, but to them, that's like, yo, this is like a Rolls Royce. <laughs> you know, it's all about everything's relative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing, man. So but I do want to dissect that statement a little bit because I yes. think the main topic for this episode is: is the immigrant dream still alive? Ooh, because a part of that is you're leaving a place that you think you're not as well off in. But over the past couple of decades, yep. all across Asia, yep. especially in China. Oh, you're talking about like on the come up. You have yeah, less of a desire to leave your current place because your current place is fairly well off. Yeah, I'm saying this from the outside looking in. You know what it is? I think it's different then. Is it, is it more of like, oh, it's a little trip to America kind of thing. Yeah, you're not chasing to... the money necessarily. Exactly. You're chasing something else. Exactly. What is that something else? You mentioned China. Think about it. In the past 30 years, they're pretty much like a whole different thing now. Yeah. Now they're a fucking powerhouse. And now you have people coming here, buying the land, buying the property, mm-hmm. driving the G-Wagons and shit, wearing the Balenciagas. What's a Balenciaga? Balenciaga is a very, very expensive uh, clothing brand. This shows you I'm not rich. I don't know what the fuck a, a Balenciaga Cap. is. You could tell me that's like a pastry. I, I'll be okay. Cap. Lindsay's like, I know that. It's like a French strudel. <laughs> it's not. It's a very, very high end. Uh, that's like a paycheck right there. If, <laughs> if you want to buy like a t-shirt and shit. But yeah, I think the changing dynamic, I guess you could say, it's ever evolving. You know, And I think flushing, especially in Queens, we definitely see it now. How do you say? What's that word? I can't pronounce it. <laughs> You're asking it. me. Yeah, I'm asking you. I need your help. Spell right? it Angela. out. Spell it out. <laughs> Oh, uh, can I can't pronounce it. it. No, I, I can't spell pronounce it, it. Okay, try to pronounce it, and then I'll gentrify, gentrification, gang. <laughs> there you go. It's happening, but from like overseas. Okay, true. So part of the American dream kind of disintegrating, yes. being not as um, luxurious, is that yeah. people have money overseas now, yeah. and a lot of people that come now to America are not coming here to make money, yeah. but are coming here to spend money. Right. Um, it's kind of, um, there's this little clip where they interview people like way older, right? Uh-huh. And they're talking about property, right? Oh, hey, can I just ask you, like, when and how much did you purchase your home for? And it was like, oh, I purchased it in like 1984 for a... Uh, you know, $110,000. Oh, what's the value now? Oh, like $3.5 million. <laughs> It's like, uh, any tips for uh, the newer generation on how to do it? Uh, yeah, you know, don't buy Starbucks. I'm like, in my mind, like... Yo, I fucking hate that. That is the classic like the, line. Don't buy, buy Starbucks, Starbucks, right? Okay. <laughs> As a member of the millennial generation, yeah. and I will even speak on behalf of Gen Zers, yeah. it's fucking harder to buy anything. Yo. Number one, education is getting more expensive. Yes. And education, higher education is constantly 
more and more required just to like work anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So kids are trapped in this vicious cycle where they're having to spend <laughs> an increasing amount of money on education to get, to get a, a decreasingly a, a, a shitty, shitty job. job. The pay is so shit. Yes, it makes zero sense. And at, yep. the, at the same time, do whatever you want, math and stats you want to do. Take out inflation. Yep. If you balance things out with inflation, it's yep. still not affordable. Having a regular job in whenever the times of these Back people then, buying their thing exactly. is not the same as a person now doing everything correctly within their power. They still can't fucking afford shit. Yeah, leading into it now, the whole idea of the American dream. People still fucking rock with America and they still come. We're not arguing for either side of it, really. No. We're not trying Trust to say this, what, yes. this is the most glamorous place in the world. Clearly, right now, especially yeah. in this fucking country, with all mm-hmm. the gun violence happening, with all the Asian hate, with Shit, all... Man. We have our issues. Yeah. They're grand. They need to be solved. They're Yo. not going to be solved immediately. We need to come together somehow and find a common solution. Vote for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Hopefully, the he's The only reason guest. why you want Bernie Sanders... Actually, no. I was going to say something about Andrew Yang. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Somehow my brain crossed wires and I thought you were talking about Andrew Yang. Yang Because you want that I wanted him universal income. I wanted him to You just to be want universal man. income. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Give me that shit, man. Dude. You'll take and, all the handouts you can. Yo, but let's be real. For you New Yorker listeners, Andrew Yang, yo, we fucked up. We should have had Andrew Yang as mayor. Once again, uh, we think New York is still great, okay? Oh yeah, we love New York, man. <laughs> let's let's go fucking Mets. Let's go Yankees. You know, we're winning it all. Joe's Pizza. <laughs> shout out Burger King. <laughs> The fucking king of the flame boiled whopper. New York staple, Burger King. Burger King, baby. The idea that the American dream is in is, some ways dying. Do you think that's true? Totally is. Yeah, it's hard to afford shit. Oh my God. I just thought about it now. What's up? Isn't it theoretically much harder for an immigrant? You take the same poor immigrant. Yeah. And he comes to this country in the 80s and he comes to the country in 2022. Yeah. Isn't it next to impossible for that same immigrant yeah. to do anything right now? Yo. Yeah, because back then, you know, everything was just so much fucking cheaper. Property, especially. Even the... um restrictions on starting a business were much more lenient back then than trying to do anything now. Really? I think so, right? Because like a business, any kind of business, you need permit this, permit that, there's this yeah. regulation, there's that regulation. Another thing, have you noticed like now brick and mortars, they're disappearing. You yeah, go to the city for rent, for rent, for lease, for rent. You're talking about small businesses. Like, like yeah, physical walk-in, you know, like I'm going to steal from this aisle, you know, yeah. that kind of thing, the good old days. I think the time of the internet and Amazon and everything is really killing off a lot of small immigrant businesses. Damn. Scary. It is because what do immigrants start in terms of a business? Salon. Oh, okay. I was like, I was laundromat. Like, I was like, hard work. <laughs> uh, laundromat. Yeah. Takeout. Oh yeah. Fuck you know, like, out. America's so great, man. It feels like every mm-hmm. small local business is owned by a immigrant. Fuck yeah. It's so much riskier too. Just opening your own business. You have to do that though, because when you're in this country for the first time and you can't speak the language, you have to yeah. create your own opportunities. You have to create your own sources of income. Hey, you're right, man. You're not going to come here as an immigrant with no money, with no mastery of the language and expect to get a job at like fucking Procter & Gamble or like... (laughs) Procter & Gamble. Man, I'm kind of like, but it's not impossible. I mean, I'm saying it for my my position. Okay, maybe a lot of immigrants now that come here, at least in our local area, are doing like Uber, Uber Eats. Construction. Construction is the consistent thing. There will yeah. always be some room for, for immigrant like, labor in yeah. construction. But that's backbreaking. It's hard. It's crazy because like, yo, man, people are dying just to like get an opportunity to be here. And 
Even if they're here, they're like, damn, this is not the shit like I thought it was. This is They're saying that negatively? I think back then, like, it was worth the jump. Like, it it was was worth worth the, yeah. Regardless of what we think in terms of it being much more difficult, that difficulty level is still not to a point where it's stopping every single person from coming here. How would you feel like in your position, being a father, do you feel good and comfortable? Like, I feel safe enough that my son will be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, part of why I've worked so hard my life up until now. Yeah. Now I'm lazy as fuck. Oh, dude, you're definitely. I, I don't lazy. ever want to work. Shit. I don't ever want to work. Oh man, dude, I I can't imagine clocking in and do anything now. I hate dealing with people. Bro. <laughs> I fucking hate customer service. Sometimes, I don't know how you do what you do, Ben. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just zone out to smile at them. <laughs> and I'm like dead inside. Each customer is like taking away one brain cell from you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real, man. It's stressful. So like in terms of it being secure for my son, yes, I think I've done enough and I'll continue to do enough to provide him a safety bed to fall back on and I'll give like him the that. best opportunities that he can to achieve what he can for himself. Yeah. Now, in my father's position, clearly when he came over from China, he did not have anything at all. So his choice to migrate to a different country, to America, was also solely for my sake and for my mother's sake to Mm, give us a chance so that we could have an opportunity to then grow up and do something better for ourselves. Yeah. By many metrics, he has achieved that. Oh, yeah. Because I am his fucking son at a point where I don't have a fucking job because of choice. That is true. Not because of qualification. I can't imagine my dad being my age and choosing not to work. Does he technically know that? He's does like, he know I'm not working? Yes, he knows I'm not working. Like, like, does he squint at you and like, you're right or some <laughs> shit? Like, is to, it mind-blowing to him? To my parents' credit, they're yeah. very supportive of my choices in life and they trust yeah. me. I remember years ago when we got pregnant, not myself, yeah. okay. my wife. I was going to say, <laughs> you got rid of that uh, baby fat very well. We, I had a conversation with my parents. I was like, hey, we're having a baby. I am going to personally choose to stop working. Yeah, yeah. They're like, cool. You do you. That's it. Yeah. In some ways, I feel like I've squandered their hard work. That <laughs> I that I'm not working even harder to make more money. Do you really think that like, oh, he could be making money as no, no. we speak? I have a little bit of guilt that I'm not working really? my ass off to the extent that my parents do. Really? In some ways, I am squandering an opportunity to do more with my life. I don't know, man. I think you're doing very well. I if anything, I feel like I'm squandering. <laughs> I'm squandering my shit. You know, I mean, it's all perspective. It's but, all relative, I know. Yeah. I don't know in how many countries that I would have the luxury of doing that. Yeah, I think you get your ass beat, bro. It's <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't want to work? Or there would be so much cultural pressure. It's like, why the fuck are you not working? You're yeah. able-bodied. You can stand up. It's like, yeah, why are you not doing something? You can do a pull-up, right? Yeah, I can. The You're hell? doing a podcast for how much money? No money? So wait, how much are you losing every month? <laughs> oh, shit. Sure. You're doing red. this for your entertainment? Yeah. How do you, how does that, can you eat entertainment? <laughs> can I put it on a plate? How do you pay in enjoyment when you go to the supermarket? <laughs> but there is still this allure of America. And this is very biased of us. Yeah. People overseas could be like, bro, fuck America. <laughs> you guys suck dick. You know, like for all we know. Yeah. We have our issues. Yeah. But I think there is this appeal of America that will always resonate with foreigners. Some people like Simu Liu's parents technically didn't have to leave. Technically, no. For most part, 
people still want to come here, especially even like in terms of like education. And they're coming for the Whoppers. And the Whoppers right <laughs> after. It's like, hey, you want to go study? Oh, fuck. In the same book by Simu Lu, he yeah. has a story of his parents in China at the time. Uh-huh. They had just opened up either a KFC or a McDonald's over there in China oh, for the first time. Shit. It was like the most glamorous Western thing ever. Yeah. It's like us going out to like a five-star steak restaurant and yeah. shit. Yeah. Once they were done eating it, yeah. I think his dad said something like, that was just okay. <laughs> I, I spent like a month's paycheck, but that was okay. <laughs> Holy shit. You know how I felt like that when I was younger? Remember Sizzler? Oh, man. I don't, is there any Sizzlers left? <laughs> Not here in the East. I felt like a Rockefeller. The well, steak is When you went to Sizzler. And they just bring on that wood plate and the metal shit. Okay, Sizzlers is an American steak, steak chain. Steak chain. It's, like a, it's like a C-tier steak chain. Woo. Outback Steakhouse. Oh, man. Down under. <laughs> Outback. They still use that racist ass voice. I <laughs> Did, think uh, do they? They go like, wow, wow. Outback. <laughs> do they have Outbacks under. in Australia? Hell no. Actually, I don't know. Okay, shout out That's to you. That's like saying like, yo, are there Olive Gardens in Italy? I want to say probably <laughs> not. Are there panda expresses in China? China shit? <laughs> yo, some rich dude is like, yeah, fuck it, just build it. <laughs> If you build it, they will come. (laughs) Australians want to see what the American interpretation of an Australian restaurant is. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is a blooming onion? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? It's It's the most American thing ever. You take a nice, healthy vegetable and you deep fry that shit. Yo, and that sauce? (laughs) And then you dip in the sauce. I think that shit has like 2,000 calories. I'm actually surprised it doesn't have more. Oh, you know another great thing about America? Cheesecake Factory. America's- Cheesecake Factory. Why is the Cheesecake Factory great? Oh, God, man. It's so decadent. They have all those flavors- and each slice, I believe, is 2,000 calories. Actually. Oh, fuck. I believe okay, that slice. I believe. Dave and Buster's. Oh, my fucking God. People that know me know I love arcades, but <laughs> Dave and Buster's is the adult arcade, and it was just great wasting money throwing balls into a hoop. Oh, man, yeah. Best part, they have a fucking bar. You know? They do have a bar. So you could just get yeah. fucking sloshed. You know, it's great go. because Dave and Buster's is open to the general public, but like yeah. past 9 p.m., they kick out all the kids. Oh, yeah curfew get the fuck out which is great i don't want to play with a little kid i don't want to yeah, i don't want to crush him yeah i mean i'll just elbow them in the face <laughs> on the side. basketball that's what i do but yeah man david busters what else is great about america the barbecues are fucking fantastic oh my god yo just a cheeseburger alone think about it is cheeseburger an american thing it is we americans don't have a lot of good cuisine but You're when right. you think of american cuisine you think of cheeseburgers pizza fries fried chicken fried chicken it's just carnival food oh damn funnel cake no, actually, you know what? I don't fuck with funnel cake. Really? Is it too messy? It's too messy. It's too sweet. It's well, too rich. Bene- uh, be- I can't pronounce it. Bagnets? 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 It's not bagnets. That's literally, <laughs> you just put B in front of a magnet, bro. That's what you did. <laughs> I've been to New Orleans a couple times. Okay. Beignets. Beignets. Ah, uh, okay. Cafe du Monde. Uh, Cafe du Monde. I-, I love Cafe du Monde. I love the beignets from there. It's great. Can you do a, a Louisiana accent? No, accents are your territory. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What's a Louisiana? Go. Hey, uh. <laughs> Sounds Australian already. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I got here, some, no, that's not South Southern. That's, that's, that's Southern. Sorry, I say, boy, you like that Cajun, Cajun crawfish? I can't do it. I don't <laughs> know what that is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like slow. I think what I like about America <laughs> comes down to a lot of shit in New York. Maybe yeah. we're just New York centric. How about that? Like, how much? How much of a factor is it that the American dream as a New Yorker? My very first thought is costs. An immigrant coming here with no money theoretically should go to somewhere where they can afford the cost of living. That's true. Coastal cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, yada yada. That is true. Coastal cities give you the most. Yeah. But that's because you're fucking paying the most. That is true. 
I never thought you got to go like all the way in the middle, but up. There are a lot, a lot of Chinese immigrants that go to like southern states, middle of the country states, and they open up like a Chinese restaurant, and they're literally the only Asian family there. Now yeah. that's fucking difficult. That is part of boom. what's great about New York and us big places is, yeah. is as an immigrant, you can find your own community here. Right. Yeah. Be among your people, and that helps the transitional period. Yeah, man. You know what's crazy? I think about like how flushing back then. I remember as a kid, I was mostly surrounded by like Greeks, Polish, Italians, and now you know, obviously, just changed completely. One thing I I'm really sad about that flushing. It just happened over time. Is we're starting to lose diners. Oh, that's such fuck. an American we used to thing. Love diners. Yeah. Shout out to the OG diner that used yeah. to be by my parents' house. Still up and going. Shout out to that time where you jackasses uh, loosened the salt. And shaker. we gave you the salt shaker. Yep. And like, all that salt dumped onto your chicken. Uh, yep. Oh, on my chicken wings and fries. Yep. I now that, that I think about it, you probably used up like a month's worth of allowances on that and we <laughs> fucked up your meal. <laughs> That's really- like, yo, I'm starving for a whole three days now. <laughs> Assholes. It's okay. You need the sodium for your uh, electrolytes. My, my thyroid gland. Yes. Electrolytes. But yeah, man. Uh, diners. That's, diners that's such dead. an American thing, You know man. what diners are, are being replaced by? Oh, God. What? H-Mart's. Uh, There's another H Mart, the one on uh, Roosevelt and Bound. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah, the oh, sign is up now. Shit. This is how you know we live in a very Asian centric thing. We fucking have yeah. our fifth H Mart opening within a two mile radius. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Also, another thing, what's great about New York and being in Flushing, we're literally one stop away from the fucking Mets game. And oh, the yeah. US Open. We have the fucking US Open in uh, Flushing. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of tennis. But, dude, put it this way it's the world's greatest. Of the sport. And they come to flushing, dude. Like, that's wild. This is not a question for me, but from a friend. Is tennis uh-huh. a real sport? Fuck yeah, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> Yo, you should go to a game and go watch them play, bro. It's, it's expensive. Intense. I've seen tickets for the US Open when it comes into town. Yeah. That shit is expensive. So one time back then, we got like tickets to like these shitty ass dudes. That's when it's cheap. When you watch like Nadal or Federer, expensive up the ass, right? But right. when you watch like... Uh, ben versus Lindsay. Yeah, Ben versus Lindsay at the US Open, <laughs> but it's really the parking lot and shit. <laughs> And we're just like we just drew some lines. Wall. Yeah, exactly. And we're like breaking all the cars' windows. Actually, we're fucking playing Batman in at this point. <laughs> but we're doing that, right? And first of all, Flushing is very Asian dominant. You go to the US Open, it's like tall, beautiful, blonde European people. Oh, it is, and yeah. Polos and everyone is drinking. You know Evian. where those people come from, right? Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. They take the fucking seven train into its queens and they yeah, come for that. That's true. You know, they got Evian everywhere. <laughs> they do have you know, Evian. They, you know, like they're rich when they put their sweater and they wrap it on top of their shoulders. Yeah. Everyone's so tall and beautiful here. And like people probably think I just work there. They're like, oh, excuse me, son. Oh, where's the restroom? It's like, I'm a paying guest. I'm here to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we shouldn't talk too much about Flushing Queens. We'll oh. have more people coming here raising our prices of housing. Oh, you man. haven't bought a house here yet. I really know. I'm not buying a fucking house. I'm buying an apartment, bro. This is all going to be relative. A studio apartment here in Flushing, a newly constructed studio apartment that's like maybe oh, three, fuck. 400 square feet. Yeah. How many square meters is that? Square what? Meters? Okay, that's like two square meters. <laughs> I was going to say like six. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. And this is a tiny ass thing, right? Yep. 600 to 700 US thousand dollars. Holy shit. Yo, what if I just buy a house in Texas? You can buy two houses in Texas for that price. You can buy two, uh, like, whole houses. Yo, what if I move to Texas? Joe Rogan and shit. His assistant? Guns. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's, yeah, it's crazy. One final thing. We do want to footnote that we understand immigrating to America is fucking difficult legally. That is true. America, we great. You can come if you want, if you can. We're great for now. <laughs> Until uh, China takes over. You know, at some point in my life, I've thought about just moving to China forever. 
Why? Why? Because China is up and coming. Yo, what if China's even more expensive? Like you're like, holy shit, this is more work than fucking. There are certain parts of China where there are literal city fulls of newly constructed apartment buildings and no one lives in them. For cheap? This part I don't know about. But they're fucking That's a pretty big thing you should know about. They're like ghost cities. They have to be cheap. Why do you gotta all the way China? You gotta you gotta speak Chinese, bro. Oh fuck. Yeah, like like I like how I didn't think about that. Yo, dude, that should be the first thing. Yo, Linji, my I know your Chinese is getting better, but it's fine. I fucking got this Burger King every night. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King every night. Getting on to our favorite segment of the whole podcast, Ben's favorite, Linji's favorite, the audience's favorite, everyone's fucking favorite segment of the whole podcast, ranting and raving. Ooh. I want to rave because over the past couple months or so, we've seen on Instagram, on social media, there has been this whole campaign to find a Stem cell boner, bone man. <laughs> Did I say boner? He said boner. Ah, <laughs> uh, said boner. I'm trying to be serious about some good news here. Uh, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's how excited you are. There has been this whole campaign hashtag swap for Karen, who is who was looking for a matching blood stem cell bone marrow donor. Now, Perfect. please. Karen has acute lymphoblastic leukemia, ALL, and she's been looking for months for a donor match for herself. Yep. Part of the issue is that the Asian American community as a whole is very underrepresented in these donor bases. Yeah, very true. But very recently, we have some good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has found the match. She's found the match. Thank God she has found the match. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. That was, yeah. In no ways is her battle over. It's not the end yet, but this is a very good sign. Shout out and congrats. Hopefully, you know, knock on wood. Knock on wood that everything else goes well. Exactly. You know Karen through a friend of yours who put our attention on the situation. Yes. So uh, shout out to Joan and Carlos. And I'm glad. And hopefully, you know, we make this through. We end it. I do want to put it out there that I'll have the links for all this in the description box below, but you can also be a part of this registry as well. It's... You can always put yourself on the registry. That does not mean you're locked in to help someone or donate anything in the future if you do get selected or if there is a match. You know, yeah. It's just that you're there in case someone does need your help and then you can make that decision. Yeah, maybe you have a change of heart and you know what? I'm going to take the leap of faith. Yeah, so good news. Congrats to Karen Ooh. and her family. Um, I guess this would be a weird pivot. What are you going to bitch about today? Oh, um, you remember the good old card game and TV show Yu-Gi-Oh? I love Yu-Gi-Oh, the TV show. Yeah. I love card games. I love trading card games. The Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> Is that Kaiba? Kaiba. The, the Joey? The, I like how Joey was just like a kid from Brooklyn. He's <laughs> like, hey, get out of here. That's what Joey was. He had a really shitty it. New York accent, yes. Yeah. Um, but Kazuki Takahashi, um, he passed away. He passed. He was 60. Oh. Well, rest in peace. Thank you for making our childhood awesome with Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh was fantastic. I fucking loved that show as a kid. I love yeah. Saturday morning cartoons in general. I'm so Yo. it's so sad that kids don't get to grow up with that. Yeah, you're right. Waking up and like going to the TV and shit. Yeah, because you know? that was the only time slot where you got to watch TV. You didn't have your phones. You didn't have YouTube. You didn't have Netflix. If I wanted to catch some oh my cartoons, God, dude, my eyes just got big. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I remember not having all this. All the kids had to fucking wake up early on a Saturday morning from. 8 to 12 was when all the cartoons were being shown. Yeah, and and it was the had, best. You one. had to watch that shit. You had no other choice. Kaiba, uh. this ends now. What I hold here will be your end. 
Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you really did watch a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Good episode. Mm-hmm. God bless America. God bless America. God bless our hot dog eating champion, Joey jo- Chestnut. Joey Gang Chestnuts, baby. And shout out to the female hot dog eating contest champion, Miki Sudo. It's Japanese. It's Japanese. Oh, is that tiny ass chick? She's a woman. I mean, tiny ass female. I mean, she might be small, but, but she's she not like tiny, eat. tiny. It, isn't she like super skinny? It's strange how a lot of Asian women are in competitive food scene and they're really good at it and they're like super tiny. Holy crap. Blew my mind. I'm thinking so, about that. Okay, let's get to the part of the podcast where should I first beg for reviews or should I first oh, give some shout outs? This is probably the least favorite part <laughs> for our listeners out there. This is where they turn this shit off. <laughs> like, like, all right, next episode. Linji's begging again. We're back at it. Let's get to the shout outs first, I guess, too. I want to give a quick and very loving shout out to our listener, Jen Smith. Oh, yeah, Jen Smith. Yeah. I want to give her and her husband a shout out simultaneously. They are celebrating it. They're 18th year anniversary this month in july congrats to them oh shit shout out shout out shout out shout out man shout out to love man love is a uh it's a great thing (laughs) you kind of (laughs) hesitated i caught you there sir uh jen is one of the good listeners because she gave us a five-star review thanks jen five-star written review thank you now if i were to critique it i would say hey jen does your husband own the phone (laughs) (laughs) i had to critique it Am I asking for too much? Uh, somewhere she's like, beggars can't be choosers. Beggars can't be choosers. She's just shaking her head. It's like, yes, he does own a phone. <laughs> maybe she has relatives that have phones too. <laughs> oh, maybe her coworkers while we're at it. I also want to give a quick birthday shout out to uh, Sarah. I don't want to say her age because I, I mean, she posted this on her thing, but whatever. But they happy are. birthday to you, Sarah. If you All are right. Sarah and you're listening to this and you say, it was my birthday recently, this is about you. Yep. You know who you are. Only you, Sarah. That one specific what Sarah. What if it was coincidentally another Sarah with a birthday this month, too? Hence why I said, <laughs> you'll never know. <laughs> you'll never know, guys. Gals. I want to give another shout out to Perry. Perry is a listener. Um, reached out to us on Instagram. I looked at the account. I was like, there is some really cool metal artwork on Perry's page. So if you want to go check it out, you can internet stock Rusty Google Rusty Google. Rusty Noodle Studio. You got it. You got it. This is not a tongue twister. I just can't speak English. Google stock Rusty Noodle Studios. Did you say Google stock? That's my way of saying search. <laughs> oh my God. I like how you were able to do that epic intro. And this is what <laughs> this is what kills you. Shout out to you, Perry. Thanks for uh, listening. We appreciate all the positive feedback or negative feedback. I don't remember if you gave us both. <laughs> you know what? Any feedback, to be honest. <laughs> Guys, if you want to stay in touch with us, follow us on all our social medias at Worst Asian Pod. Every single platform, most active on Instagram, of course, slide into our DMs, say something nice, don't say something nice. Even if you, if you say nothing nice, we'll probably give you a shout out. Yeah. That's how desperate we are. I'm so lonely. I'm still working on that $100 Patreon account as per uh, di- <laughs> as, as per discussion. I thought it was 1000 1000 We're doing 1000 uh, 1000 too much. A uh, hundred, someone might accidentally give us $100. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, I added too many zeros to this shit. Stay tuned next week. See ya. Peace. Bye.